and welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. My name is Evita and here I'll be talking about my own unique journey and I hope to make you feel good about your own very unique journey. Today I'll be talking about expectations and how it can kind of complicate our lives sometimes. I'll also be talking about how I'm on the no plan plan and how it's okay for you to be on whatever plan you're on. My hope is also for you to listen today, to get inspired, and to get out there, spread your wings, and fly. Hi guys, I know a lot of you guys are at home listening right now, practicing social distancing, and I don't want to be talking about the COVID-19 coronavirus stuff. I want to bring something a little bit different for you guys today. And one thing that has really come up, I'm sure come up a lot in your life and maybe even right now, are expectations. We all have expectations of others, expectations of ourselves in our own lives. And man, this is such a broad subject, but Yes, we have so many expectations in our relationships. Uh, We have expectations of our parents, of our children, of our jobs, families, friends, coworkers, and we really also have a lot of expectations that we put on ourselves. And where do these come from? Uh, These really do come from way back when, from our childhood. A lot of these expectations were put on us as children from our parents, our peers, uh, our teachers, friends, family. And of course, this is normal. Of course, our parents expect certain things of us. Our teachers expect, you know, certain behaviors and grades as do our parents. And a lot of these, you know, come from expectations that were put on our parents when they were children and some of these expectations are cultural and societal and it's normal for there to be expectations. So most of us carry all of these expectations that we had put on us during our childhood and we take them into adulthood and we do have ideas and beliefs about how we should be, what we should do, what we should be carrying out in our lives, how we should be living our lives. And there isn't necessarily anything wrong with expectations, but there are times that they can be problematic. A lot of times if these conflicts do occur, if we have these conflicting ideas of what we should be, how we should live our lives, if if they do contradict who we truly are, this can make us feel like we aren't living the way that we should. It can make us feel like we're lacking, like we're failures, like we aren't doing enough, like we aren't doing the right things in our lives. And expectations can be very, very tricky because we don't want to set the bar too high and be unrealistic and set ourselves up for failure. But we also do want to set some sort of expectation on ourselves. We do want to set some goals and we do want to have standards. So it's a little bit tricky and a little bit hard to find that good spot, that really healthy spot of, okay, this is what I want for myself. This is what I expect of myself. But at the same time, I don't want to set the bar too high. And I also do need to set some sort of goal. I need to set some sort of expectation. We do need to do that for ourselves as well. We don't want to just be complacent. We don't just want 
want to be too comfortable in life where we're not setting goals and not having expectations of ourselves. We also don't want to set the bar too high, like I said, and feel like we have failed, failed ourselves, failed others. We don't want to feel like, you know, we are doing nothing with our lives. We do want to have those expectations and standards for ourselves, but we want them to be, and they should be, something that is in line with who we are and what we believe. And I can say for a fact, and again, I know that this holds true for many people, that um, you and I have had times in our lives where we do feel like failures. There have been times in my life where I have set expectations that were too high, that were unrealistic, and that did not align with who I am or with what I truly want. And this has kind of been across the board for me. I grew up with a lot of ideas of what success looks like, of how you create success, of what a good career is. And I very much admire people in my family, particularly my dad. I mean, he's a very successful physician. He's incredibly intelligent and he has made a great career for himself. And him and my mom are powerhouses. They have created such a wonderful, wonderful, successful life for themselves. And I admired that so much. And so for me, I looked up to that. And to me, they were the epitome of success. And they never told me that I had to be a certain way, that I had to become a certain something. They didn't necessarily look at me and say, you have to be this and you have to be that. Did they have certain expectations for me in other areas? Of course, they expected me to do well in school. They expected me to be a good daughter. They expected me to follow the rules, which I did. I always did well in school. I never got in trouble. I mean, you know, I got in trouble for the little thing here and there at home. But as far as my education was concerned, I, you know, I never did anything that I really wasn't supposed to do when I was a kid. Um, But because that is what I saw at home, you know, their success in my dad being a physician um, and them just really creating this certain life, I felt that I needed to emulate that. But the thing is, is that uh, when it came down to it, that just was not my path. And I felt that they expected that of me, even though they didn't necessarily say that, but that's what I really felt. And I didn't do that. So I kind of put a lot of the pressure on myself and I spent a lot of my 20s feeling very much like a failure because I felt like I wasn't fulfilling the expectations that they had, but truly I wasn't fulfilling the expectations that I had on myself. I really set myself up to fail because at my core, that's just not who I am. My At my core, I was not meant to be a physician and I admire my parents so much for what they have built. I admire my dad for the physician that he is. I admire my parents for the people that they are, but that was not my path. So I really set myself up to feel bad about myself because I wanted to fulfill that. And of course I didn't. And I kind of tried to do all of these other things to kind of get myself halfway there. And I tried all these different things and never fulfilled that expectation that I felt was put on me, which truly wasn't, but I didn't fulfill that. And I also wasn't fulfilling myself because I wasn't feeling satisfied with anything that I was doing. And I had an expectation that I would feel satisfied if I did certain things. And I didn't. So I really did set myself up to not feel good about myself. But in addition to those sorts of expectations, there are a lot of times expectations that society or that others put on us and we let that affect us. And we ended up having these thoughts of, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm behind. I've messed up. I've made wrong choices. I've made bad choices. Or There are just so many things that 
can come up when it comes to expectations. And another example for myself is, you know, the fact that I am 37 years old. I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. My career isn't necessarily one that has been very linear. I've been all over the place. And if you've listened to my previous podcast, I talk about all the different things that I've done. My path has not been a very normal or conventional one for a female, a Hispanic female that was raised in a very traditional home. And because of that, and not just the cultural stuff, but just in general, because I'm a female and I'm the age that I am, I'm in my late 30s, people have expectations of me and, and people expect for me to be fearful and worried because I'm not married and because I don't have kids and people expect me to be stressed out and worried. And then now with this COVID stuff, they're like, oh my gosh, how are you going to date? How are you going to meet somebody? You have the social distance. You can't even talk to people. And I've been asked, are, are you afraid? Are you, are you stressed out? Are you worried that you're not going to meet somebody? Like you're getting close to 40. Um, are you worried you're not going to find a husband? Are you worried that you're like getting close to 40 and you're not going to have kids? So are you going to freeze your eggs then or what? Are you, are you worried? People really do have that expectation of me. And again, it's some of it's cultural, but a lot of it's societal. And that comes from the expectation that I should be in a certain place. I should be doing certain things because of my age. And I should want certain things in my life. I should want to get married and I should want to have kids. And that has to do with my age and my gender. Uh, because I do know some males that are my age and older that aren't married, that don't have kids. And I know that they get asked sometimes too, but that pressure is not there the same way that it is for me. And, you know, I, I kind of get a little bit frowned upon for not being stressed out, for not being worried because I, there is that expectation that I should feel a certain way, that I should have certain feelings and anxieties and expectations of myself. And I'm not saying that I, I'm not wanting those things, but I'm also not desperate for those things. And I think that that is where people are a little bit surprised because they expect for a female my age to be a little anxious about these things. And I'm just simply not. I would love, of course, to share my life with somebody and maybe one day I will want kids with somebody. I don't know. But because of the fact that that expectation is there and I'm not stressed about it, that's weird for people. And I can look for those things, but they aren't 100% in my hands and I'm not going to settle. And that's also something that people expect. People expect for someone to settle and I'm just not going to do that. It is actually, though, my responsibility and your responsibility to set our own expectations and to not fall victim to other people's expectations or our expectations that are too high or unrealistic. We do have to set and plan and control what we can and take accountability. We can't expect perfection and we should not set ourselves up for failure because it just does not feel good. And I know because I've done this a billion times in my life. So the question is then, how do we set ourselves up for happiness and peace and realistic expectations? How do we, how do we do that? We always end up taking other expectations on as our own, but we need to really do it for ourselves. So when we come back from break, I want to talk about how we can set realistic expectations. Hey everybody. This is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good.
Everyone has expectations for themselves, and unfortunately, it's usually based on other people's expectations. But we need to take responsibility and set our own. So, in my own attempt in setting realistic expectations for myself, I started doing a little bit of digging and started reading some articles, and I came across this really good article on PsychCentral.com, and it's by a woman named Margarita Tartakovsky. I hope I pronounced that correctly. But the name of the article is Five Suggestions for Setting Realistic Expectations for Yourself. Like I said, this is on PsychCentral.com if you want to go back and read it. But I am going to be reading parts of this article and kind of giving you my own opinion on this. But I think this is really great because we do need to set realistic expectations for ourselves and set ourselves up for success instead of setting expectations that are too high or too unrealistic and setting ourselves up for feeling like failures and feeling like we're not good enough because the fact of the matter is is that we're all good enough we just need to learn to expect things that are realistic and things that truly align with who we are and here in this article it says we expect ourselves to work without any breaks we expect ourselves to have the same level of high energy every day we expect ourselves to experience the same emotions calm and contentment we expect ourselves to be fearless we expect that we'll handle difficult times like a to-do list, said Elizabeth Gillette, an attachment-focused therapist in Asheville, North Carolina, who specializes in working with individuals and couples as their families grow. We'll be quick and efficient with our sadness, like we'd be with replying to an email or cleaning the kitchen. Or we'd become parents and still cling to the same expectations around work and productivity, except, as Gillette said, now we are sleep-deprived and in survival mode. Even for people without children, there can be an expectation of doing everything well 100% of the time. And this is very true. We a lot of times do expect perfection from ourselves. And right now, there's a pandemic going on and we can't expect perfection from ourselves because right now life is not normal. Life is not the our quote-unquote regular life. Our lives have been thrown for a loop. We are not in normal work circumstances, family and home circumstances. There's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of scary stuff with not just, you know, the, the virus itself, but a lot of people are fearful about their, their financial situations, their home situations, their family situations. So you can't expect perfection during a time that's not perfect and that is very different than what we are used to. So I think it's right now especially important to not have these super unrealistic expectations of our lives. We need to be a little bit more lenient with ourselves and expect things from ourselves that are achievable and that we can feel good about. And here in the article, they make a really good point. They say, we set super high expectations because we idealize the perfect outcome, Gillette said. We assume that in order to be successful, we need a specific result, she said. We need to get the promotion or we failed. We need to get the A plus on the paper or we failed. This is a hard way to live. It's a lot of needless pressure. Even if we do reach the carrot, there's always another bigger carrot around the corner. It never stops. We never stop and it's utterly exhausting. The tips that follow can help. And these are the five suggestions for setting realistic expectations that are talked about in this article. And I want to share these with you really quickly and give you some food for thought, especially right now during these really weird times. So number one is get clear on your values. Gillette asks parents the following questions to help them identify their values. What do you want to show your child? What memories do you want to pass on to them? What are all the ways we can make that happen without having to be perfect? 
Such questions help parents clarify why they want to place their intentions and focus to create an outcome that feels acceptable, even if it's not the most ideal. And whether or not you have children, this really applies. You do need to get clear on your values. What's important to you? What would you want if you did have children? Which, I mean, I don't. But if you had children, what would you want to pass on to them? What what about life is important that you would want to pass on to your children? Or let's just say, like, for me, I don't have kids, but I have nieces and nephews. What would I want for them to value in their life? Like, what is truly important in this life? Think about that when it comes to your expectations. Number two is evaluate your expectations. If I wasn't concerned about what other people thought of me, would I still have this expectation of myself? Do I truly believe this expectation is attainable within my time frame, the hours of my day, and the people who I have in my life? I think these are really important questions to ask yourself when you are setting expectations. And because we know that a lot of expectations that we might have on ourselves come from the expectations that others have on us. And they don't truly, truly come from us and what we value and what we think and what we believe. So it is incredibly important to really ask, if I wasn't worried about other people's opinions and judgments, would I really expect this of myself? And also, is this realistic? If I set this expectation or goal, is it really realistic to do it in this time frame? And you have to think about the other things in your life too, right? Like if you have kids, if you have a spouse, if you have other commitments, is it really realistic to set this expectation on myself? Really ask yourself these questions before you set the bar too high and again, set yourself up for failure. Number three is quiet your fear. Often unrealistic expectations are born from fear, said Fieldman. She works with clients on gaining distance from their fear-based thinking. One technique she does is body scanning. We hold so much fear in our bodies and we don't even realize it. Fieldman asks her clients to breathe in and out slowly while relaxing their bodies from head to toe, doing this every day, two times a day, for two to five minutes. Specifically, say the words, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out as you relax your body. Pay attention to where you're holding on to tension. When other thoughts arise, return to your breath. This trains the body to accept openness and calm rather than making decisions and expectations from a fearful place. So I think this is actually really important because this encourages the connection between mind and body and really can make you mindful of whether you are setting these expectations out of fear or not because you might feel stressed and tense in your body. So if you can relax, if you can quiet your fears, then you can really analyze whether you are setting these expectations from a fearful place or if you're doing it from a calm place. And really when you are setting goals, when you're setting expectations, it should never be when you're really stressed out and really tense. You really should calm yourself, center yourself, feel calm, feel at peace before you set any sort of expectation on yourself. Number four is explore your not enough story. And for me, this is a big one because I really, a lot of the time in my life, felt like I just wasn't enough. And here in this article, it says, Unrealistic expectations stem from the core belief that we are not enough as we are, Fieldman said. When we live in this place, we are never truly living in the moments of our lives. We're living in sadness from what we weren't and fear that we may never be. We can start chipping away at this false belief by realizing that this is not our belief. It may be the belief of a caregiver who was convinced they weren't good enough either. It may be the belief of a childhood bully 
Fieldman also suggested asking yourself, whose story is this? Realizing then that it is not our battle to fight, not our story to finish. We get to have our own story, she said, and then find a therapist to support you through this process. So we do need to look at where these expectations are coming from. Is it a story that we want for ourselves, that we've told ourselves um, because of our history, our past? Is it someone else's story? Analyze where this story of not enough is coming from and figure out what you want, what story you want to create and make sure that it is because you truly want it and not because you're trying to fulfill something and be enough for someone else. You need to set expectations that are true to you. Number five is identify the most realistic takeaway. And this is so important because as I've been saying, we need to set ourselves up for success and not failure. And here in the article, it says, Gillette encourages clients to consider the question, if this could go well with several things not working the way I want to, how would that feel for me? She shared this example. Lots of parents put pressure on themselves for their child's birthday parties or first day of school. In reality, these are imperfect, often messy moments. Your child's best friend can't make it to the party, the bounce house you ordered is suddenly not available, the first day of school is filled with mixed emotions and various challenges. So instead of focusing on perfect, which are unrealistic expectations, according to Gillette, you reflect on, what do I want my child to take from this? How can I create an experience that allows for all of these factors to be present and still consider it a worthwhile experience? Does the fact that it's not perfect bring value to my life and to my child's life? Sometimes we worry that if we don't set high expectations for ourselves, we're somehow letting ourselves off the hook, that we're being lazy or unambitious, we're skating through life, and that we're not living life fully. But that's not true. Setting realistic expectations actually helps us grow and become more flexible. It helps us savor life and embrace the messy moments, which often hold more meaning anyway. And if you've got kids, it saves them from suffering needlessly because sky-high expectations are the antithesis of self-compassion. And that is the point that I really want to give you guys and that I hope you take with you today. Life is not perfect. And right now we are living in a world that's not perfect as we all know. Life is chaotic. The world is chaotic right now. And it's okay to set goals. It's okay to have expectations. But set them in a way that align with who you are, with your values, what's important to you. And be flexible and be compassionate because things will never be perfect. Yes, set goals, but also realize that sometimes getting to that goal is not going to look exactly like what you have painted in your mind, and that's okay. It can get messy. It can be kind of all over the place, and that's how my life has been. I Like I've mentioned so many times, I'm on the no plan plan. I kind of have a general idea of how I want to get somewhere, but if I want to reach this ultimate goal, I have to realize that it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be a linear path. And that's okay. It's about the journey anyway. And we learn as we go. And we have to be okay with that. We sometimes have to be okay with flying blindly and knowing that, yeah, we're in flight. And sometimes we're gonna come across certain obstacles to get to our ultimate goal. But that's also the beauty of life. Set realistic expectations for yourself. Have fun with life and realize that being on the no plan plan is okay. And you're gonna eventually get to where you want to anyway. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. 
at ZWERC Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I share my final quote with you, I'd like to take the time to thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Flying Blind Podcast. I really appreciate you listening every single week, and I really hope that you took something positive away from listening today. I would love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you, and you can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and now on TikTok at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. And please also remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Today's final quote comes from Heather Stillifson, and she says, Today, know that you are good enough. Stop worrying if you are pretty enough, strong enough, rich enough, smart enough. You must know that you are enough. Don't let negative thoughts have power over you. Take a deep breath and know that you matter and you are enough. I hope you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until next time, stay blessed and be positive. Positive.